one billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. I'm Zan, and I'll be your GM. Thanks for joining us today, and as always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy. As a quick note about this episode, there is a little bit of time inconsistency when we mention how long it took the group to get to and from the Ogarek. As we all know, sometimes those things in games simply get confused, so I do apologize for that inconsistency. But I promise it doesn't affect the story at all. Thanks for your understanding. Our three travelers and their new companions have finally arrived back at home. But things have been happening in Legam while they've been away. And while they've come back to the village with projects for their resident right, Rufus seems to have a job for them, too. Leadership is attained... Friends are protected, and energy is changed. Join us as Nehemiah Smallren and Jory hear someone else's imprinted echo. You've traveled back to Legam from the Ogrek. Stopped with the wandering tribespeople swapped stories and let them know the location of the village so that they can come visit on their next nomadic journey. You have your automaton soldiers in tow and Molly with you as well. And as the skyline, short as it might be, of Legam grows on the horizon... The familiar sight of the orb amongst these short buildings is a little unfamiliar as it has changed colors again. It is purple, a light lavender now instead of the orange that you left it previously. Nehemiah, you had said that you start going full speed ahead. Maybe not running, but I think you're just like urging your Anine along yep. to make sure you get there as quickly as possible. Did you want to get there before the rest of the group to try and let people know what was, what you yes. were bringing in yes. tow? Okay. You get about a hundred feet out and your Anine screeches to a halt. Ah, right. Sound thing. Alright. Uh, good. You. And, uh, Nehemiah will hop off and continue running. You never named your Anine. Nah. <laughs> Shame. I I think Jory was the only one that did. I, that's true. Nehemiah might have, but that we're also talking like six real world months ago. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'll, I'll be honest, I just might have thought I will absolutely remember this, and then I didn't because <laughs> I'm kind of a monster like that. Yeah. <laughs> 
that, kids, is what we call a continuity error. <laughs> For those of you playing along at home. That's right. We'll have a um, bingo later, and you can just... <laughs> check it off on your card. How closely are you paying attention? Probably closer than us. That is one of the most <laughs> surreal things when listeners are able to keep track of a plot better than the cast. That's true. And they do so much. It happens all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Same thing with TV shows. So I'm running. Yes. Nehemiah, you are running in. And as you approach the outer wall area that has been erected, you see a figure up top of it. And as you're running in, you're I catches them train a crossbow at you. But as you get a little bit closer, that crossbow quickly lowers and you hear them yell back to someone in the in the rest of the village. They're back! They're back! I just keep running. I keep yep. I keep booking in. Who are you looking for? Rufus. Rufus. Rufus finds you first. Uh-huh. Rufus actually comes running from in between the buildings from the center of town and near tackles you in a hug. Yeah, no. Big, big hug back. I am so ridiculously glad to see you. Oh, you have no idea. Things have been weird, and it's going to oh, get weirder. Oh, things have been weird here, too. Yeah, I can tell. Let mm-hmm. me guess this happened about four days ago? Uh, five, five, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Um, sorry, might have been our fault, but we got we got another part of the array up. Okay, good, 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 okay, good. Um, bad side. Um, so I got a job for you, and it's a little high pressure. Okay, what? I will walk them back to the workshop and kind of explain what okay. we've got in tow. Cool. Uh, you explain the automatons mm-hmm. and that they need their companion fixed. Yep. As you're explaining that, Rufus nods. Goes, okay, okay. Um. I can look into that. Um, I need you guys to look into something for me. What's that? Then. The energy changed. Okay. You're going to have to be way more specific than that. Um, there, you made a friend who you Boyfriend. promised not that you promised the energy wouldn't oh. change. Ugh. And the energy's changed. Okay. Shoot. It's going to be easier if I just show you. Okay, okay. Um, so why don't we wait? Are the other? Are yeah, the they're on okay? the way. I saw the redecorating and I just had to take a look. Everyone else a- is dead. Nehemiah is the only one who survived. <laughs> <laughs> there was a brief flash of terror across Rufus's face when they realized that you were the only one that was here. But then when hearing the others are coming, they relax quite a bit. The rest of you also quickly make your way up to the edge of the edge of the city, of the village. Uh, your knees also stop short. The soldiers follow you, but as soon as they hit that same area, the first one that does just freezes, like almost short circuits and freezes as though shut down. Oh. And the other two who were there as well, you've passed this. There's no actual barrier here. It's just something, a sound unheard to your ears. 
looks to him and goes, What have you done? Why has this happened? Purple's not my color either, but that seems like a bit of an overreaction. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Jory. <laughs> Oh. We didn't do anything. There's like, um, there's kind of a sound thing that happens. Sound thing? Shut it down? Uh, no. As far as we knew, it only affected animals. We yes. were not aware that it would affect machinery. Turn it off. Oh, we've tried. When you say that, the one that got frozen was the kind of de facto leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the other two that are there, the one that has been talking, takes the weapon that it has. It's not something you're familiar with. It may be some sort of projectile weapon, ray gun maybe, hard to say. Something definitely Numenera, but not easily recognizable, points this at you, Smallrin, and and demands again that you turn it off. I've said we can't. We have tried and been unsuccessful. Perhaps if you move your friend back out of range, they will regain their function. I'm going to have you roll with persuasion for me. I'm going to spend for my intense interaction, Mm. gain an asset on uh, persuading for ten minutes. That's perfect. And a very good use in this situation. All right. So, asset... Untrained in persuasion. What level do you want this at? Also going to spend for a point of effort, because I don't want to get shot. That sounds good. It is a level four. Cool. Alright, so point of effort. I have an asset. Going to success. 20. Major Ooh. effect. Or plus four damage. <laughs> Considering it's a social interaction, is there something you had in mind that you would like that major effect to be? I have an idea. This mm-hmm. might be... You can tell me whether this is too out there. But since the one that was frozen was the de facto leader and I seem to be the only one providing answers, uh, can they look to me now as their de facto leader? Until the other one is back up and functioning, yes. Cool. I, I will take that. You give this order to them. The suggestion to pull their compatriot back from this border of sound that maybe it will turn back on. One of each of the remaining grabs it by an arm and drags it backwards, and it just falls over kind of stiffly onto the ground. Okay. The two of them then look back to you, Smallrin. That didn't work. Then we will have to have our friend that was going to repair your dismembered comrade look at this one as well we will set up accommodations for you here so that you do not have to enter the force field this is acceptable and they'll just stand guard there like very sentinel-esque do you require more than protection from the elements anything we need otherwise we'll provide for ourselves Understood. All right. Uh, I guess it's time to find Rufus and tell them they have more work to do. Molly kind of leans in and goes, are you in charge of them now? Probably. Great, as if you weren't creepy enough. 
<laughs> oh, Molly. Sweet, sweet small bean cinnamon roll. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> small bean cinnamon roll. Small red, do you want me to go check so that you can stay with your fellows, or shall I watch them? I mean, hang out with them, not watch. I believe we have an understanding for the mm. moment. Okay. I think it would be best if we all went and spoke to Rufus to make sure no detail is left out of the conversation. Absolutely. Smallrin turns back to the the aut- automatons and just says, We will return shortly. And I turn back to Boxladder and say, Boxladder? You know what to do, and give a wink, and then. <laughs> oh, wait! Is is the force field affecting Blue at all? No. Is Blue still with us? Blue is still with you. Blue is is kind of just sitting next to Jory. Mm. No. No effect by the sound. Very interesting, actually. Okay. In fact, this is the first time that any kind of machinery has ever been affected by this that's true there's a lot of like rufus does all kinds of things we have all kinds of other stuff that's happening i wonder if that's because it changed or because nothing has come across it like this it could be simply the nature of these automatons we don't know how they're powered this is ancient technology Hmm. well maybe rufus will know you make your way in towards the center of the village. You see that same individual that Nehemiah saw up on the wall. And they've been watching you and assuming they knew that you were coming based on Nehemiah's approach earlier. You do not get a crossbow trained at you. You simply get a wave and a gesture to continue forward. You get in, you find Nehemiah and Rufus. Rufus has kind of just finished Uh, explaining that it would be easier to show you all something rather than trying to explain it. Oh, good, 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 you're all here. Hi. Nehemiah's told me about your robot friends. Friends might be a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Just a tad. Traveling companions. Your, Your acquaintances? Yeah. I will see to that. There is... Where are they? They are apparently affected by the sound. Oh dear. The leader tried to step inside the outer bounds of it and short-circuited, to the best of my knowledge. Oh yeah. The other two seemed to turn to me as a kind of leader in that moment. I've instructed them to wait outside the bounds of the sound wave. with their friend, and told them that we would send Rufus out to see to both of the fallen. Wonderful. Wonderful. I will have to... I think I'll... Yeah, I'll take someone with me. Maybe I'll grab Dio to go out there. I would recommend that. Yes. Um, why don't we go underground? I I have something to show you. Yeah, guys, apparently Voidfriend hasn't been so... Friendly. Oh, what happened? No. Wait, what? Oh, the color changed. We changed the energy. Oh, no. A- actually, actually, you didn't. Hey? We didn't. 
I'll I'll explain as as we as we go down. Uh, it's it's a bit of a walk, you know. Yeah. Sure. So you all head to the elevator that takes you down and the various hallways and stairways that take you uh, to the control panel that you originally found underground and so on and so forth. Along the way, Rufus tells you what's been going on in the week and a half that you've been gone. Uh, so things were pretty calm for the first, you know... Uh, week-ish? Uh, well, not quite a week. Maybe five or six days that you were gone. Uh, things were going on as normal. We were trying to keep things going in uh, Eidos's stead, uh, given the situation. Um, but maybe about oh, eight days, nine days out uh, from when you left, uh, another party showed up here, and we assumed they were travelers um, that Similar to when the three of you showed up, um, were looking for somewhere to just lay their head for a little while, or maybe to stay. Uh, turns out, um, they were scavengers. <laughs> oh no! While some of them uh, were were just fine um, in uh, taking our word for it that they needed to leave well enough alone here, one individual decided to make his way uh, underground and try to steal some things, um, including the things that Void Friend considered sacred. <sighs> All right. Angry. So what happened to him? Oh, he's very dead. Okay. Um, after that, uh, but Void Friend got very angry because the pact was broken. At least I assume that's what happened. I... There wasn't a whole lot of words. There was mostly a lot of energy. And Brex went down there to deal with it. Um, and I guess you could say is still dealing with it? Again, it'd be easier if I just show you. Yeah, no, we're walking, we're walking. We're, we're walking faster. <laughs> we're running, even. <laughs> yeah. You get down to the room that had all of the rows and rows and rows of these towers, these storage units of sound and energy that have been feeding the colony of these beings. But what is immediately apparent is that things are changed down here. The first thing you see is a crumpled body kind of near the entrance. Kind of similar to like if you were to have a hard drive taken from a computer, taken from one of these towers units nearby him and it is a familiar face it is Nils from the people that you rescued from the forest the shifty looking one mm-hmm. of course idiots uh, crap I want to search him <laughs> Smallrin wants to search his body I'm going to give him a little sure. bit of a kick I think. still running with that kind of Jory gives him a small kick. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> Nehemiah just shakes his head and mutters. Small run, you search him. You find this essentially hard drive, this like storage portion of things. Six shins, couple used ciphers. In fact, most of what was on him in terms of Numenera looks like it was obliterated. His face has a nasty scar mark down it that looks as though lightning passed through his entire body. Yeah. 
Does the unit that he took look as if it's been damaged as well, or can I put it back into one of the towers? You might be able to put it back. Physically, yes, it is not damaged. You could put it back. Hurt. I don't like the trepidation. Yeah, I don't like how long it took you to say that. <laughs> In your voice. Not trying to metagame, but... No, no, no. <laughs> also, though, I think Smallrin, that's her first impulse. She, like, picks it up and goes almost to... But then realizes that even if it helps, it'll still affect the energy field, and we might not want Void Friend to know we're here yet. As you kind of round a corner and, like, see the full breadth of this room, what you see in front of you is a glowing green force field. You can only enter maybe the first fifth of the room. And this glowing green force field has cut off the room in this kind of, like, undulating light. And in the center, you can see the chest piece of Brex's armor. Farther up, their helmet. Farther out to the right, a gauntlet and left. Boots and glaives down to the bottom and floating out in kind of up above their giant mall. This is what I meant. Those beings have been throwing themselves at this um, shield that Brex is created. So this is Brex. So I've had a theory for a long time, um, but really had no way of proving it because of how kind of closed off um, Brex was. Um, but this uh, this is a little bit uh, of proof positive here. Uh, Brex is, was, I'm, I'm thoroughly not sure uh, what state of existence they're in right now. Um, there's something called a hollow glaive. Huh. A suit of armor animated by the intention of a long-past fighter. Presumably the person that wore it, I'd imagine. Presumably the person that wore it. There are certain people who are more susceptible to becoming a hollow glaive when dying. Usually it happens when uh, the death happens in a way that leaves a lot of unfinished business. But it also more or less uh, tends to happen uh, to people who um, fuse things to their body um, or um, graft things um, from Numenera into themselves or sometimes uh, to people who are able to consistently absorb energies. And I think that Brex might have been the last just pulled enough into himself over the course of years and years, and then when he finally bit it, he had enough in him to keep going. Yeah. Which also makes him oddly suited to dealing with beings that fight with pure energy. That's true. I haven't spent all my time down here, but if my calculations are correct, um, the beings, the other Void beings have almost depleted near two-thirds of their population, literally throwing themselves at this to try and get out. Can they hear us through it? 
I don't know. They haven't tried to communicate to me. All right. I think I'm going to try talking to them. Yeah. I was going to say, we've got to stop this Brexit, no matter what we do. Did you just say oh Brexit? Oh, my God. I did. Oh, my God. Oh. Karen. I hate the idea of him taking just, just, he's been so good to us in his quiet way, and I hate to see him looking like this. No, we're going to get our guy back, and I will approach the, approach the force field. Okay. Okay. Hey, boyfriend. Boyfriend, it's Nehemiah. Come on out. It takes a moment. But as your voice kind of echoes back through the chamber, the purple, blue, Mm -hmm. pink cloud assimilates into the form of a humanoid in front of you. There you are. Hi. You changed the energy. I did not, and neither did anybody that's actually alive here. The one who changed something is dead. You got him before he left the room. And we do not approve of his methods. I'm no. Dead. Actually, I knew him to be a bit of a scoundrel. Mm. But, also for what it's worth, the three of us have been gone for, what, about ten days now? Yep. We didn't do anything. Neither did anybody that actually lives here. Nope. But the energy changed. Yes. Regardless. And we're very sorry about that. And we'll try and help you fix it. But this is not how you go about doing it. No one else would talk to us. I think they were scared of getting hurt. But we want to make it right. We want to fix the energy again, now that we're back. Now that we see what's going on. If you stop attacking folk first second it happens, maybe we can do something about it. Please. You gotta extend us some grace here. You are... We are very different beings. We want to help you. But you gotta extend us the grace to let us do it. If you don't, it's not gonna go great for anybody. We're both worse when we fight. Nehemiah, go ahead and roll persuasion with an asset because of your close relationship with Voidfriend. Excellent. Okay. Uh, difficulty? Three. Three. So. Level three. That would be a two because I have that asset there. Correct. And this is an intellect uh, challenge. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and just spend. That's. You're also trained, I believe. Yes, I am trained. Yes. So if you spend, that takes it to zero and it's automatic. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, three points for that? Yes. For spending? Cool. Yeah, I will happily spend three points of intellect. Let's go ahead and just make that automatic, not even give Roll20 <laughs> a chance to ruin our day. <laughs> Specifically your day. It, it's Guys, it's a thing. So yeah, and that is just kind of like a lean forward on, on the sword spear. Now, please, stop throwing yourselves at our friend and let's try and figure this out together, all right? I don't want you losing any more of your folk. They kind of apparate for a moment. And you see them kind of back through the 
towers. Cool. And 30 seconds, 60, 90, about two minutes later, back up through towards you. Mm -hmm. I have told them to stop. Thank you. I have some influence, though our hierarchy is different than yours. Sure. I cannot guarantee that all will share my sentiment of the cease and desist. Well, we'll cross those bridges as we get to it. Let's see if we can get our friend out of here for you, too. I'm going to walk up to, like, Brex's shield is floating out somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk over and say, hey, bud, I'm imagining his head is, like, way up high. I can't get to yeah. that. I will yeah, go. that's near the ceiling. I'm going to go over to his uh, shield and just kind of knock, knock, place my hand on it. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I don't know if you can hear me, but, uh, but you're good. You can come on down now. You've done, you've done so good, my man. Come on down. Is this something I can hug? <laughs> Brex's legs yeah, I'm gonna, are near the floor. I'll, I'll, well, I, legs is a, a strange thing. The armored yes. leg no, portion. Greaves? Is that the greaves? Greaves, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll go up and I'll just kind of hug a bit. Not anything weird. Just a nice little... It's okay, friend. We're here. Everything's calming down. Also... How long has it been since I engaged my, uh, what's it called? My intense... Reflex skill? Yeah. Because if it's my intense interaction, it, it works for 10 minutes. I'm just wondering if it, if it would still be in effect. I'll say yes. It's near the tail end, so this is probably the last time you can use it before it's, it's done. But I'll say yeah for now. Can I reach, like, to his breastplate or is the shield... You can reach the breastplate. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to do similar to what Nehemiah did smaller and goes over and kind of like with an open palm kind of taps on the on the breastplate and says, Brex, we need to talk to them. We need to get through. Thank you for protecting everyone else, but I think the only way to fix this is if we go in there. So Brex never talked, but you each feel a a warmth in the piece of metal you are touching, a recognition that you are here, but the force field does not pull back, and the pieces of armor stay in their position. I don't suppose he's stuck somehow. We've each only touched, like, the individual pieces. I'm going to pull out, like, my dagger and kind of use the, the hilt and just poke at the force field itself. Roll me speed defense. This is why I use the hilt of my dagger and not my finger. <laughs> what difficulty? Call it four. Level four. And I'm going to spend for a point of effort. Nope. Failure with a four. Mm -hmm. The... You have it turned around so it's the hilt of your dagger going in? Yeah. Okay. It is repelled back at 
you and you aren't able to get out of the way and you take one damage as it nicks your shoulder. Ouch. If you have armor, that does apply. Oh, then I'm fine. (laughs) I have one armor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it just dings off like the the leather jerkin that she's wearing. But she kind of jumps back nonetheless and the dagger falls to the floor. It had some resistance to it. It's almost as though if you were, like, you can touch it and you're not going to get hurt, but as you tried to push through it, it started to push back. Repel what you were exactly. Okay, do we need to get to the other side of this? Because I could always give it a shot. We're going to have to at some point. Okay. We've got to figure out. I mean, Rufus, I hate putting so much of this on you, but I think a lot of this is going to fall to you, my friend. Like. Uh. Well, the first question is, and Smallrun holds up the the piece that Nils apparently took out of the... Would simply replacing this be enough? Yes, what else was taken? Was there anything else that disappeared and, like, ran off into the flames? Not to my knowledge. Okay. I mean, there are the other people that came with him. We, um, I shouldn't say we. Um, Adriel arrested them? Oh, so they're still here? Yeah. Oh. oh interesting. But they, they haven't oh. done anything. That we know of. Okay, fair enough. I believe you. I believe you. I'm just, right now, I'm kind of tense. Sorry. No, I, I understand. I, I am too. Well, maybe we should. Wait. Alright. Okay. Come on, buddy. I don't suppose Bot-Bot can talk to him. Um, I don't think they've ever communicated. Okay, I look. That I'm I'm reaching the end of what I know how to do. I can talk pretty enough, but when I attempted to push through, the barrier exerted force to push back. Uh huh. But not any sort of deadly force. The only reason I might have been hurt was because I was poking with a dagger. Sure. If one of us tried to push our way through with you at our back pushing us through the force field, it might be enough to counteract the force of Brexit. (laughs) (laughs) Ah... One of y'all wants to try. I'm willing to give it a shot. I just don't want to hurt you. Either. I volunteer because if for some reason something goes wrong, I can probably just go yeah and like get through <laughs> it or past it or back out. That's the sound it makes in my teeth. <laughs> that is incredibly visceral. No, no, that makes sense. I understand. Thank you. No, that's that's very evocative. <laughs> I'm willing to give it a shot if you are. Okay, yeah. I'll I it. am really quickly going to try one thing. I just place a hand on the force field. Does that do anything? There is a... It tingles a little. Mm-hmm. And the green color kind of, like, dissipates a little bit. Okay. Hey, Brex. Hey, buddy, can you hear me? If I do this, if I'm touching this part, does that work? 
There's no answer. I'm gonna like put my head, like forehead, straight up on the forest field. It's like, come on, talk to me, man. I know you've never been one for words, but talk to me, my guy, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. I'm gonna use a jam intrusion here. Okay. You are going to take mm -hmm. four points of intellect damage. Oof. Okay. If you'd like That's to fine. stop that, you can... I don't think you have XP, though. Nope. Okay, so... Nope, this is just what happens. Yes. So you get one XP for that, and then you can give someone else an XP. I will... I will give... Let's see here. I will give Small Ren the XP for having the good, the good pushy idea. <laughs> okay, so you just get one XP for that. Nehemiah, you do take those four points of intellect damage. Ah. As your forehead touches the force field, you get a rush of images. Uh-huh. You see what you assume to be Brex as a person. Whoa. Fighting alongside a group of other individuals, not dissimilar from the ragtag group that you have. No one that you recognize. But... But wanderers. Wanderers. Adventurers. People going about making a little money, doing some good, traveling. Fighting against some massive, terrifying beast in a forest. And you see the three others with Brex torn asunder in front of their eyes as he takes the last stand against this thing. Oh, boy. And, and in those last moments, all of the energy stored within him expands outward in one large explosion, killing... Brex and the monster and coming back in to a single point of light that settles into the now empty helmet. The feeling that you get from that moment is not just one of unfinished business but one of a protective quality that rings incredibly true with you. You've always had that connection with Brex. But now more than ever, you feel that that has been the one thing that has brought them back, is protecting those around them. You get the feeling that if you can somehow... We can stop them. If we can stop all of them from attacking, he'll come back. Yes. Okay. Okay. Y'all see Nehemiah like that lightning crack, and he stands back, staggers, looks up, is like, okay. Okay, you see, I can work with that. Oh. Yeah, okay, oh, what oh. happened? Uh, ow. Ow. Hmm. I saw Brex alive <gasps> for a moment. 
And then I saw Brex die. Oh. Which went out like an absolute champ. I will say that much. Okay. But long story short, and only a couple of logical leaps, I think is if we can get all of them to stop fighting, we can go ahead and he'll come back. So we've got to get this thing. I hold up like the weird hard drive thing. We got to get this thing back to where it goes. Hey, boyfriend. Boyfriend. Yes. You just like come out of nowhere. Okay, where does this go? They look around for a moment and point to the tower that is literally just on the other side of the force field from you guys. Oh, awesome. We need to make sure it's not damaged first, I'd say. Oh, good call. Yeah, I I don't know. Rufus. (laughs) Rufus uh, comes up, pulls their goggles down and starts looking at it. It doesn't seem to be damaged. Um used up, if that makes sense. Um, Whatever was stored on here isn't stored on there any longer, but Uh. it should go back into uh, whatever slot it's supposed to go into, no problem. Well, do we need to refill it with what was once in it to get it to work? Well, if I understand correctly, it was a sound recording, right? So my guess is the shock erased it. Mm. I see. So you could record something back onto this if you wanted to, theoretically. Ah, what should we record? Does it matter what? Or do we just need to, like, lullaby it, and then we'll be good? Maybe a Beach Boys cover. Oh, I don't know what that (laughs) means, but okay. (laughs) I'll try. I've had Um, Wouldn't It Be Nice stuck in my head for, like, two (laughs) days now. (laughs) I mean, that's perfect. Let's do that. Boyfriend, do you know what was on here? We could try and get this loaded back up for you, but... I think it was something from long ago. You're going to be getting the cover tracks now. <laughs> I don't think I understand what you're covering it up with. More sound. It's just an expression. We're going to try and get this reloaded for yes. you. Yes. We think, unless you can get your friends to stop attacking, because it once our guy recognizes that everybody out here is going to be safe. He should recondense and y'all will be free to move, go about your business. We're going to try and get this refilled so that you will be able to use it again for what you need. As I said before, I can't guarantee that all share my sentiment of stopping the attacks, but I think that putting that back with a sound in it would be a show of good faith. Okay. Hopefully that would work. All right. All right. I am fond of you. Likewise. Yeah. I'm fond of you. Friends. Can you at least communicate with the rest of your kind? Let them know that we will need them to stop attacking at least long enough for us to make that gesture of good faith. Otherwise, our friend here won't let anyone through, us or you. We can try other ways. We've got a couple of ideas. But the fastest way for y'all to get what you want, give us that show of good faith and understanding that this was not our intention. Allow me to try. For sure. That's all we ask. We'll be back in a bit. We'll try and fill this thing up. And they 
bamf down the hallway. All right, Brew, I don't suppose you know how much space this thing has for us to talk into it. A couple minutes, probably. Oh, okay, cool. Maybe more. They all seem to be snippets, if I remember correctly, when we were pressing buttons. Fair enough. Also, I'm very, very glad that you all convinced me not to do anything with what's going on down here. I was actually kind of disappointed originally when you told me not to mess with the energy and all that. And We um, could tell. Thank you uh, for convincing me otherwise, because I don't want to end up like that. And they point to Nils's body. Um, Speaking of which, can we do something about that? Yeah, what, yeah, yes. I'll, how about this? I'll get him out of here if y'all want to record something. I'll, you know. Okay. I knew him. I'll bury him. <laughs> uh, Always knew I'd be burying you. I... <laughs> wow. Whew. Doc. You run with somebody for... I mean, I didn't run with him, but you know. No. You're in in a line of work. You meet folk. And sometimes you just have a feeling. I scoop him up. I'll fire him and carry him out. Okay, which leaves us the question, how do we record on this thing, and how much record do we need? Since it's been real world a long time, I don't remember, we, did we technically have a map, or was it just the map I was drawing as we went? You now, thanks to the mapper that you found, have an entire map of every explored area down here. Okay. If there's anywhere you want to go that you were previously, you can get there no problem. If there's anywhere that you want to go that maybe you haven't been but can technically exist, also fine. Did we find any sort of recording space? Was there a room that... There was lots of storage, I know that, right? So there was the echo chamber, mm. which ended poorly. Mm -hmm. But... In the very first room that you first entered that had the massive domed ceiling, there was a series of control panels. You had originally uh, hooked that up to power, and that's when things kind of went a little haywire. But there are little, like, gooseneck microphones and a series of, like, what seem to be kind of like soundboard controls along that panel. So if we took that there, we might be able to do something I would say we should probably warn Voidfriend if we mess with anything, though. Because if I'm remembering correctly, and I'm probably not, any fluctuation in power can kind of make this worse. Again, perhaps I'm misremembering. But... That's pretty correct. No, okay. that's, yeah. Rufus, do you have an alternate energy source? I know that was something we had discussed before. Oh, um... Well... We have that, um, do you remember the the pain taker thing that I made? The little two things that, like, were to absorb the, the pain of that screeching cloud of yeah. voices. Um, I have the cube that went with that, and that that's technically still powered up from, uh, we used it and then I repowered it, so we, we have it. Um, it'll last for a little while. What do you want to use it for? The last time we tried to use this set of controls, we plugged it into the room next door, which made Void Friend and their kind angry. But there appear to be microphones here. If we can 
power it another way, I was thinking this might be where we can make a recording. Oh, yeah, well, that, that there's no reason that shouldn't work. Yeah, I, I'm, if it's okay with you, I'm going to go see to your um, acquaintances that are near the outskirts of town. Good. Um, but the cube, uh, the, the, the power source cube, uh, should be up in my workshop. Okay. Take somebody with you still. Yes, I'm going to get Dio. Don't worry. Good, good. And we go get the cube, I guess. Okay. All right. Yeah. I guess we, while, while Nehemiah is giving Nils a better burial than he deserves, I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I guess both of us can go. There's not really a reason that one of us would wait around down down in the hole. Thank you so much for listening to episode 44 of Imprinted Echoes. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and on our website at imprintedechoes.com. There, you'll find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store and our Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily. And in that vein, I'd love to thank Joel, Ice Deer Brewing, and Christina for their support. If you'd like to help us out in other ways, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating and review, and tell a friend about our show. All of those things go a long way in helping us out. You can always find our hosts on Twitter as well, myself at Covered and Sawdust, Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at Really Bridget. And of course, our network, Ghostlight Media, at GLM Pods. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you'll come back in two weeks to hear yet another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zayn Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenlee, and is edited by Pat Mahood. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre. This is a Ghostlight Media production.